0: Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 115, and I'm chilling here in the corner of the closet with Octavius Thunder. What's up, man? <laughs> Where'd that even... Eli Halpern, real name. Where did uh, Octavius Thunder even come from?
1: Dude, I don't, I don't really know how I came up with the name. I just... I, I come up with a bunch of weird names and pseudonyms for different, like, accounts and stuff, like my... Like Burner Accounts? No, like I like I'm a musician, which a lot of people don't know. I have a SoundCloud, and the name on that is Charles Mansion, <laughs> and I just have I don't know. I, I changed. Okay, so here's where it started. I uh, I signed up for Kill Tony with Malik Bazil for the first time like years ago, and maybe like two two years ago, and uh, I was waiting like the whole show, and I was like, all right, I'm not getting up, and I left. And right after I left, Malik gets up and then they call my name and someone from my college, like that I haven't talked to, he wasn't even like a friend, like a close friend or anything. He was just like, Hey, I heard your name get called. That's how I found out. He's like, I heard your name get called when Kill Tony. I was like, fuck. (laughs) So I went back every Monday for like months and I was like, maybe they blacklisted my name because I showed up and wasn't, or I didn't, I signed up and didn't show up. Right. So I was like, I'm going to put another name in the bucket. So I put Octavius Thunder down, and then I got called. And I would put two names in the bucket. I would put Eli Halpern and Octavius Thunder every time. And I ended up getting up on Kill Tony twice as Octavius Thunder. So, yeah, just kind of stuck. Now it's turned into more of like a – everyone says it sounds like a wrestler name, and I do jiu-jitsu. So it does. That's that's my jiu-jitsu name now, and I, I, I occasionally compete in a luchador mask. <laughs>
0: Why did you, what was your Instagram handle before it was that? Ill and degenerate. That's right. Fuck. I remember that. Yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, that was good. Fuck. I forgot
1: that that was you. And then before that, it was like DM Slider 92. <laughs> and I had a girlfriend at the time and she was like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> and I was like, you're right. I'm going to change it back
0: to, to degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, dude. Last night, bro. I don't even remember it. I
1: remember it. Well, you you were fucking sober. I have been sober for several days.
0: Is it weird being like sober around everyone when they're drinking and shit? Like, do you just want to like dive in? It's uh, it's gotten easier. Uh, so I went four months without drinking, and
1: I've done several months without drinking before, but I would just isolate. This is the first time where I did four months without drinking and still, uh, continue to socialize, mm. and there was like a like a one to two month period maybe three, where I could only be somewhere for like five minutes. I would just show up, say what's up to people, be like, all right, that was a rep in talking to people. <laughs> and, then, and then go to the next spot, see some other people. And I'd go to like 10 spots in like a few hours. And I'd be like, all right, I hung out with people. I'm going to go home now. And then it got to the point where I could, I could kind of just relax a little more and just hang out with people. But it, it resets. Every time I drink, I can't do that for like another like week or two what hang out with people yeah because like the hangover will just carry on for a few days and then the memory of how i had that hangover will affect me for like another week (laughs) so every, every
0: time i drink it like resets it dude last night after we were all done hanging out in the green room or whatever uh we kept going just bar hopping some more and ran into a bunch of people uh and uh I ended up getting lost like we we got the the bird scooters and I ended up getting separated from my homie Alex. Did you go to the Dueling Piano bar? No. What, what was your first stop after sunset? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We literally Dude, we hung just... out last night. You didn't seem drunk at all. Dude, I was fucking I was I was like 6 7 drinks deep. I literally was like outside like when we were like walking up and I was like, "Well, I hope I don't get it canceled or something. It's <laughs> just like it's like I hope they don't re- hope they don't remember what I'm what I say. But like ended up being cool. We were just kicking it or whatever. But uh, um, I yeah we just went and had more drinks and then I we I got separated and I ended up taking a bird scooter and like cutting across like trying to cut across like the Capitol building. Uh, and like a cop stopped me and he was like, "Hey, like this is trespassing. Like like you can't be here right now." And I was just like. What are you talking about? Like, you know, just like, like stumbling off the bird scooter and shit. And the guy, like, stopped me, started talking to me. And I was just like, man, like, I'm just trying to get, like, back to my friend. He's like, do you know where your friend is? And, like, I have no idea. Like, all this shit. And, like, uh, he, my friend, I had like 5% left on my phone. And uh, Alex ends up calling me. And I literally just walked away from the cop, like, on the phone. And that was it. I was like, oh shit. That's
1: pretty cool. APD is the best, like, police department in the country. Yeah, it was
0: just like, you're drunk. Just. Don't go over to that building. And I was like, I'm not trying. I'm
1: not. He didn't say don't ride the boot bird scooter. Huh? He didn't say don't ride that bird scooter.
0: No, I literally got like. I feel like that would be the main away. issue. No. Yeah. And then I then I fell off of it. Like I <laughs> go <laughs> going 17 miles an hour in the middle of. Case in point, it was like 10th Street, like going down 10th Street, and I just fucking like wiped. I don't even know how I fell. I just remember falling. Like I, it was very like thinking back to like how fast I was going and like just zipping in between cars, just wasted. I could. I probably should not be sitting here right now, bro. Dude,
1: it's because you weigh like a hundred pounds. <laughs> it's like flicking an ant out of an airplane. You yeah, just the vacuum, like whatever. You like, you like, glided down. You didn't fall. No, I I'm, mean, I, I'm I, like I definitely 2-10. fell, bro. I'm like two ten. If I fall, I fall. You're like, <laughs> I'm five seven. You're like a. You're like a. <laughs> someone dropping a feather. <laughs> the wind resistance just like takes care of you.
0: I don't know, but it hurt, still hurts, but I'm glad I didn't fucking break anything, bro. Have you ever broken a bone, fallen off a bike?
1: I broke my arm running down, uh... dude, uh... you know where this place is, I'm sure. There's this little, like, outdoor... Is this California? This is in Orange County. This is in, like, Costa Mesa. Okay. Do you know where the Orange County Performing Arts Center is? Yeah. By the South Coast Plaza. Yeah. So there's this little park out there and it's really cool. And it has like like all the different climates of California like recreated. Like it has this sun. It has this little hill that's grassy with like a bunch of redwoods and or like pine trees. And then it has like a little desert area and then this little stream running through. Oh and yeah, I know what
0: you're talking about yeah, you've been there it's uh it's um it's a um, fucking uh, my homie got caught fucking there it's uh um, <laughs> I swear it's a uh, oh shit it's a it's a Japanese
1: word. It's like the Shinjitsu <sighs> sculpture garden or something like that but I was I, was, I, I was know where like, it is I know where it is. I was in like fourth grade and I was <laughs> running down the the hill and there comes a point where there's just the bottom of the hill, is about six inches below the cement, so I just tripped over that and then broke my
0: arm. Fuck, dude! I fucking I broke my shoulder and my elbow. Uh, I was driving. I was literally riding. My I used to work at Ralph's off of like Warner and Bolsa Chica, which is uh, and when I which is like eight miles away from where I live. And so I bike like eight miles to work and eight miles back. And when I was you know like seventeen, and so I was, I was literally headed to my last shift there. And I just fucking I'm like two miles in like not even close to, to making it and for some reason like my foot just like slipped and like dragged and like caught under the thing and I just flipped over the handlebars in front of like all these cars and this guy like came and I'm like I ripped through my shirt like just bleeding out like and like this guy like came over and he was like hey dude like. You alright? And I was like, I think so. Like, I'm good. And he's like, dude, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and he just drove off. I was oh, like, fuck? Fuck. so like, you fucking kidding me?
1: I've never been seriously injured, but I, I got hit by a car once. Um, what? By Mariner's church. Technically, I hit the car, but I was I was crossing the street, I was going down this hill on there's a green light, and there's a a blue Honda Odyssey. And yeah, it was an Asian woman. <laughs> Turns right as I'm going straight. And then I nail the side of the car and I like fly over it. And um I was a little sore for for a week, but uh, I wasn't. I you didn't wasn't break hurt. anything? No. But you you should and then, you and just break uh, anything my, for this lady? No, I was embarrassed. There was like a group of like <laughs> dude, there's a group of like eight Karen's like on a little jog together that saw it and they come over and they're like, Oh, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm fucking fine. Get away from <laughs> me. And I just get up and get on my bike and get out of there. And then later I'm like, I probably should have tried to get some money out of that. But I just, yeah, it was, it was uncomfortable just being around all these middle aged women just trying to be like, Oh, try to, trying to be my mom. And, uh, I, I, and then I called my dad cause he, he worked nearby and I was like, yeah, he just got hit by a car. And then I think he came over and, um, he was like, yeah, um, that was your fault. <laughs> I was like, dude, I just got hit by a car. What are you fucking talking about?
0: Dude, uh, when, so like me and my boys used to like ride around in like, uh, like the beginning of high school. We were like 14. Uh, and this one time we were riding through my neighborhood, like just coming back. You know, we just went and got like donuts or some bullshit, you know. Uh, and I was chewing gum and I threw my gum like ahead of us and I tried to like run it over with my bike uh, but I like swerved and like missed it and I hit the back with the back wheel of my homie Joseph's bike And he flipped over the handlebars like ate shit and like wiped out right in front of this like old Asian lady And so me and my other buddy we were just laughing and shit and the Asian lady like came over and She's like I saw you do that you do that to your friend And you She was like <laughs> like yeah, and I was like relax relax. Oh the like, one time the Asian lady ladies yeah. She <laughs> so wants to start pointing the
1: fucking finger
0: I like saw you do that to your friend, like you it was you, and I was like, no, chill, like he's not, he's not dead, and we just like hop back on and dip. But uh, <laughs>
1: there was this other time I was riding a razor scooter while I was wearing heelys, down this hill, and I was pretty young. Probably, heelys? Yeah, I was probably like eleven or ten or nine. They know. make them in your size.
0: I guess you don't even have that
1: big of feet. I was a child. <laughs> They do make them in my size. I've actually been meaning to get a pair of Heelys because that would be hilarious.
0: I hated, I hated those kids. They would just wheel around. And they thought they were cool. with like the one foot elevated and one foot down. Yeah, I thought they were awesome. No. Nah.
1: But I jumped off and tried to land on the wheels of the Heely to like keep going. Right. And then I just ate shit and fell back and hit my head. <laughs> and then my mom was there. My mom super overreacts about everything. So she like called an ambulance and I went to the hospital and I was totally fine. I just like nailed my head but
0: man what was even the point of Healy's, dude i remember when they like came out and shit well, i don't efficiency. remember efficiency like, you can go fast put a wheel in a shoe i remember at my elementary Genius. school they got banned cuz the yeah. kids would just be riding around and shit and like it was like people literally were able to wear them but you'd have to take the wheels out at the back and then then what's the point well
1: Healy's... They were cool in elementary school, and then by the time everyone got to high school, they were gay. Yeah, you remember how that shit worked? Like, yeah. I was like, I can't keep up with this fashion stuff in in like lower K twelve shit. Like, like long basketball shorts. Like, oh, the shorts have to go below your knees. Yes, yes. And I then still then it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that's I that's still an Orange County thing. Is it certain parts? I feel like the. The bros, the lifted trucks and like the <laughs> wide brim hats. Like, I haven't seen one of those guys
0: in a while. They still exist though, right? That's what I was thinking about like Asian people out here, dude. Like, not in like a racist way, but like, I went from Fountain Valley, where it's like 80% uh, Asians. Like, are literally, I'll show you my high school yearbook. It's my, my goes Nash and then five or six pages of just straight new Nguyen. wins. Yeah. Yep. Five same. or six pages, bro. And then out here, there's. Yeah, you None. know, I'm from Irvine, so yeah, same, same it's shit. It's so weird just being like, like you know, someone will cut me off, and I'm like fucking Asian, and then like I'll drive around, and it's just a white guy. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? The people are here, and then you are still like, I knew it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Isn't it funny how like whenever we have like road rage, like whatever race it is, like it fits. It'll just be like, I'm like, of course it was a fucking Mexican. Of course it was this. Of course it was a you know a Muslim. Like, of yeah. course,
1: it's something I've realized living in LA mostly. The, the vanity plates. You're, I'm in traffic. I was in traffic so much living in L.A. that I'm staring at license plates for like two, three hours a day. Yeah. And um, that was like my entire Snapchat story. It was just like, look at this license plate. <laughs> William Montgomery was a fan of it. He's like, hey, I really, really like your work on the, on the Snapchat, <laughs> on Snapchat license plates. And uh, you can never guess what the person looks like based on their vanity plate. What
0: do you mean by vanity plate? Is that that's one what it's you...
1: called when you have like a custom oh, license okay.
0: plate. Okay.
1: Same with bumper stickers. Like, there's always a clear picture of someone painted. It'll be like Democrats are kid fuckers. Twenty twenty. I'm like, oh, it's like a white guy, and I roll up, and it's like, uh, like a Asian kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like a Mexican kid. My little brother
0: just got a new car, or his first car. He's sixteen. And they had a like the person that sold it like scraped it off, but like it's like sunburnt into the car. you just like get a new window. And it says, Biden's not my president, <laughs> and he's just a sixteen year old kid who didn't even fucking vote just riding around the Biden's not my president sticker on his fucking and it's like it's like a Nissan box, like it's not even like a it's not even like a truck or anything cool
1: also, the reason I feel okay talking about how shitty of drivers Asians are is because they're so good at everything else,
0: yeah, oh yeah.
1: It's like you have your one thing you're fucking up at. I'm going to call it out.
0: Well, it's also not and I'm an like... Asian
1: supremacist. <laughs> and I, by the way, I was saying that before Mark Norman said it on his special. What? That I'm an Asian supremacist. Oh, I didn't even I, hear him I say that. I think that. he said that on either Out to Lunch or the one before that. Dude, so Mark Norman, uh, there was like a several month period leading up to and blending into the pandemic where me and Mike would be texting each other jokes back and forth and like a good chunk of them. Mark Norman would tweet like the, like a few days later and then a few of them made him into his special and me and Mike were like, fuck, we thought of these jokes and he did a much better version of them. Yeah. So I started DMing him my jokes. Norman. Yeah, yeah. Cause you know, if you're a fucking comedian and some guy messages you a joke, you and you have a similar one that's really close you're not going to want to use that so i'm just that's my
0: insurance <laughs> policy to make sure he doesn't do my jokes better than me dude i had him on the podcast and we were like we scheduled it for uh we scheduled it for for 5 and i totally forgot like that he's like a new york guy and so then in my head i was like oh well he'll probably know that like i meant like like five this time or like whatever, and so like I totally I thought that I had totally like enough time to like jerk off. It's <laughs> so like right like I set everything up downstairs, and so like and I was jerking off, and then like dude calls like even though it was like so he calls me at like you know like two, and I was like ah oh, fuck, but he doesn't call it two, he calls me at one forty five, so I totally had enough time, but I'm literally just wanking, and there's just like this fucking New Orleans number pops up, and I was like oh shit, don't be him, and then you came. No, I literally he was I answered him. He's like, "Hey, you ready to go?" And I was like, "Yep, yep, yep." I'm just like pulling up like running down the stairs, pulling my pants up, like still shirtless, like I am right now. And fucking like he's like, "You ready to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, totally, of course." And like, dude, it was fucking. So you have his. My number? heart was pounding. Yeah.
1: That's weird. We have like actual comedians' numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like I have Jamie Kennedy's number now. Like, yeah. People like grew up like idolizing him. Now that we're just like <laughs> hanging out, with them. it's so cool.
0: Yeah, dude, it's fucking. So funny! I should use that that burner number to fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new number now. Like you could that... like
1: like Dennis system him. You know what I'm talking about? Where the Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Where
0: the Dennis system? Yeah. Do you Just know what pretend talking to be about? a chick? So, no, he, you know, he, uh, separate entirely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nurture. So, yeah. So yeah. one of
1: the steps is he calls off a block number with a voice changer threatening her. Oh. And then he comes in like, oh, I'll take care of you. You could like do some shit like that. Like, oh, I heard there's this guy bothering you. Like, I'll take care of him. <laughs> and i be like, thanks, man. He saved my ass. I text him from the burner. I'm like, yeah, Galen came over and scared the shit out of me. I'm, I'm sorry yeah. for bothering you. <laughs>
0: He would literally just be like, "Okay, well, this burner number is clearly this guy," and then just block my real number. Like, why is this fucking random number talking about this random open micer? Like, <laughs> just be like, "You're playing the fuck out of here." Dude, that'd be so fucking funny. I don't know. It'd be funny to uh, because I fuck with people like all sorts of different ways off that. Like, uh, do you know Nate Welch? Yeah uh i fucking i texted him and i was like you fucking fat bitch and he was just <laughs> like who is this uh and he like said some random name he thought it was like his friend from back home uh and so i just said you want to see a picture of my asshole uh and he didn't he did, he did he didn't respond bro i'll pull it up right now and so then in the morning i texted him i was like you're a savage uh and he was like who is this let me fucking find it bro uh this made me fucking crying um, yeah, and so then uh, No, no, no So he, so I said, want to see my asshole And then he didn't respond So then I sent, I sent like a mm. face Like a, like a, like a frown face And he goes, sure, bruh And so I just fucking said
1: just, <laughs> You did not need to pull that up <laughs> I did not need to see your asshole You just took like 20 seconds To be like, hang on Check this out See, look, it's my asshole. I would
0: have believed you. You could have just told me. This has to lead up to this, in which I sent a picture with his face <laughs> over the bottle. And I said, Whoops, I didn't mean to send the same pic twice. Dude, just fucking with people like that, bro. Dude, I was dude past few nights I've just been crying, just fucking <laughs> people, all, You should respond. start an Instagram account. I used it to like re, like because I got blocked locked out of my Tinder. And like, cause I'm banned from Tinder off my real number. And so it won't, Same. yeah. And so I used, I just downloaded this app to give me a new number to fucking make a Tinder. Uh, cause before the Tinder that I was using for the past like year, uh, it was like the number off my work phone. And so like, I don't even have it anymore. I don't know what it is. Like I couldn't just text someone. I couldn't just text the number and be like, Hey bro, like give me the code. <laughs> give me the code. <laughs> like, you could yeah, just sign in. Well, I don't know. I never saved the number in my actual phone.
1: And oh, I got yeah. locked out
0: of the account, so I couldn't even see. And and so then I was like, send the backup. So I sent it to my email, and they were like, this email's banned. And I was like, fucking dude. Like, and so I just created a new. A so new I, number.
1: I have I have a, a private Instagram account at block my number, that's just a compilation of. It's private for a reason. I'll just say that.
0: <laughs> a Compilation of what? Of, of like, conversations
1: t- I've had with girls, and um. <laughs> like tinder and, and dating apps and stuff and um i can't do that out here because it's such a small town in austin that like within the last couple of weeks i've had like five girls on bumble be like hey i saw you here or yes, like you know yes, this person yes. it's like it's yeah because like, yeah, yeah. i used to go on tinder and just be like hey you stupid fat bitch yeah like, <laughs> I would just sit there (laughs) laughing my ass off, just being a fucking asshole to these random people that I match with. Because I don't... When I go on dating apps, I just swipe right on everyone. Really? So you're just matching with a bunch of fatties? Exclusively. (laughs) Bumble's been nice. Um, I've never... Dating apps never really worked for me. Well... Because I feel like a lot of my humor doesn't really translate well over text, especially to people that don't know me.
0: Well, what do you mean? Like... What are you looking for? Because, like, for, I just fuck, and so like, it works fine for me. That's what I was looking for when I had it. We I mean, you're just, like, too abrasive. You do it in like I a, wouldn't even like match with hot girls way. in the
1: first place. Or just be like, hey, how's it going? I, I used to tailor every – dude, I used to spit gold. My first line would be great every time. And then, like, 90% of them wouldn't even respond. And I'd be like, why am I putting all this effort into you? Because you got I literally
0: – I have Tinder gold, right? So I get five super likes. I just treat it like draft picks, bro. so i'll send like two like first rounders like the super hot chicks and i'll send two to the chicks that are like you know like mid-tier and then the fifth one i'll just send it you know like a fucking like a a, like a fifth round draft pick and just fucking the one that you know that you could fuck and you're like all right i guess i'd fuck her and then the the chick they always get notified so she's like oh shit this guy super liked me and then it's like immediately like you're fucking but like then my opening message is the same for every chick it doesn't matter i just fucking copy and paste the same thing it's lmfeo please don't be a bot (laughs) <laughs> and they like, why does he think I'm a bot? And they always respond
1: Mine is, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty
0: <laughs> Do they respond to that?
1: Yeah, they're usually It's usually something along the lines of like Oh no, how'd you find me here? Or like, you guys won't
0: stop. It's a good icebreaker It's pretty funny, the amount of chicks that like think they're original Like in their responses to what I say Because you know, I send it to every chick And so every, it's like 90% of the chick just responds with like bzz, bzz, Or like they'll send like the robot emojis And it's like, alright, whatever
1: Yeah, they. I hate when girls try to be funny over Tinder, and they're like, they say some joke that I've heard a hundred times. Yeah, bro. It's like, and then it's like, do you know who I am? (laughs) Like, I do this for a living, kind of. Not really at all, actually. I've made maybe a hundred bucks. Bro, one of them.
0: One of them. This girl sent me something, and it was fucking. It was so bad, but it was like the punchline was like. And I just guessed it. It was like, I've never had this on my face or something like that. Or I never, it was something like that. But I was just like, this is dumb as fuck. And I still fucked her. <laughs> like, it didn't, what they say to me doesn't matter.
1: That's another thing about not drinking that I feel, well, it was a combination of a lot of stuff. Just, I, I don't care about fucking girls anymore. Really? Yeah. It's like not a priority of
0: mine. fuck out of my house.
1: <laughs> I don't even want to hang out with them. I was, I was with this girl the other night and cause she was hot and mm-hmm. I like hanging out with people. But um, she comes back to my house and we're like kissing and stuff. And then she's like, she wanted to, she asked me if I was like looking for a serious relationship. And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> like, just like that. I probably should have like watered it down. I like, no, nah, I don't know. Like, I no, I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and she's like, well, I don't want to be with someone who's just trying to hook up with girls. And I'm like, I'm not trying to hook up with girls either. And she's like, well, what are you looking for then? like, honestly, I don't really want to be involved with women at all. (laughs) Does she think you were gay? No, uh, I tried to like smooth it over by like making up past traumas. That's a good, (laughs) that's a good move. By the way, with women, if you, if you um, fictionalize traumas from your past, it's a good way to seem like you're being vulnerable without actually giving them ammunition to use against you in future (laughs) arguments.
0: Uh, what arguments i just hook up with the chicken i just never talk to him again i don't even get to like the arguing stage it's but i know what you're saying with the whole trauma thing because it's funny because there's a lot of times where with a girl and it's like the right moment i'll bring up uh the time that my uncle died and i had to like plan the funeral and like give a speech and shit (laughs) and like you know they they're they're like oh and they give you a hug and shit and it's just like and then it's like you're in and it's so it's so weird how like, like that dentist system or whatever it really works Without the, you know, without the fucking calling them off of faith, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, you don't have to go that far. But, but the, the, you know, the neglect emotionally, like, and then you let for bring them back, and then the fucking, then separate inside. Like, that shit is like, whoever wrote that episode is like. Well, it goes both ways, too, because I've had girls where they're just like. Like they're playing you? No. Well, yes.
1: But <laughs> what I was going to say is I've had girls where they're just super nice, agreeable. No arguments, and then I'm like, dude, I need some fucking toxicity from you. Like, Start being (laughs) a bitch for no reason. And then I'm like, why do I want that? I hate that, but no, I don't. I I don't know, I'm I'm fucked up. Really, you you like toxic women? Yeah, dude, everybody likes a challenge. Anyone who's just too nice all the time in a relationship and just gives you what you want, it's like we're programmed to wanna work towards our goals and face adversity and overcome it. And if there's no adversity, then, like, if you just got a special tomorrow and then they just <laughs> kept giving you specials, like, that would be amazing. But if they just kept they giving s- you specials and eventually you would, and you like, you just became a movie star without like no effort, eventually you'd probably overdose on drugs. Yeah, no doubt. Like, way sooner than you're already going to. Yeah,
0: but I mean, would that be the way to go out? Yeah, but would have a, you know, be a star in with the next Shrek. And then just go out on the ride and the chasing the dragon or whatever?
1: Ideally I would just rather feel like I'm doing work that matters and Sure. You don't think Shrek mattered? Shrek was great. <laughs> that took a lot of
0: work. <laughs> okay, you're right. That took that took years to make. Did it? Probably. Isn't that funny how you always see like like uh, like Eliza Schlesinger or whatever like put out a special every like nine months? It's just like how is doing it that frequently? Yeah, it's like one dude. She has like six Netflix specials. It's like what the fuck? I didn't know that. Like there's I, no way that I need to watch not, them. Not because, I, I think she's hilarious. I think she's funny too, but it's like her and like,
1: Nikki Glaser are like the two funniest females And D from
0: from Always, Always Sunny. Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> not they're they're fucking hilarious, but um it's like Cummins. there's no way that like you just come up with an hour of material like in 6 months. I mean, she probably backlogged a bunch
1: of shit from like I've been writing material for since before I even knew I was doing it for stand up comedy. Like I have like a private Twitter account where I tweet all of my jokes. You have a lot of private social medias. Yeah. Should make them public. Uh, I like the feeling of exclusivity. (laughs) I want people like I'm saying it's like the putting in work thing. It's like, okay, is this guy going to accept my follow? I got to like wait and linger and then they're hooked in. It's a little psychological (laughs) trick. And, but, um, yeah, so, like, I, I tweet all my jokes, and so they're time-stamped. So if anyone ever says that they oh. did it first, I can be like, Oh, I have proof. It's, it's won me arguments with uh, several people. Really? Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, but there
1: was a... Uh... Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it tells you how many tweets you have, and I just divided it by the amount of days it had been, and I write an average of 1.4 jokes a day for the last 10 years.
0: Damn. How old are
1: you? 28. So I started. Oh, okay. I, started, I thought you were
0: about to say 40. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I started, <laughs> <laughs> I like, I started
1: writing jokes at 18. That's it. Or I started writing them down at 18. And um, yeah, I mean, by the time I'm doing specials, I'm going to be using shit I wrote when I was 18. Right. Because there's a lot of that that's pretty good. Most of it is pretty terrible and <laughs> we'll never see the light of day, but...
0: How long were you, for the, to win those arguments, how long were you fucking scrolling? Oh, no, I guess you could just search. Yeah, Never you, mind. Can, yeah you you just, just search. search.
1: Never mind. I'm stupid. One joke I had specifically was with a friend, and I was saying how a pack of cigarettes is the new, like, opening a pack of gum in class or something. <laughs> and then my friend was like, I had said that first, and I was like, nope,
0: look at that, 2012. 2012. I didn't even know you then, bro. <laughs> It is kind of funny like how like seeing people actually steal jokes from people and it's like, dude, you guys are in the same scene. It's like, what the fuck? Has that ever happened to you? No one's ever It's funny because so many people and like, my jokes are like quotable and shit. So like people so I've heard people tell me that they've heard people like repeating my jokes like outside open mics just talking about like my sets and shit but like nobody's ever been like oh yeah this yeah that's totally cool I, I think that's awesome but I've never had anybody be like oh yeah so and so fucking rip your shit off on stage because it's also like if someone fucking does like one of my jokes about my alcoholic mom or whatever like it's the angle I take on them are so fucking weird that they're like people there's no way someone could just be like yeah that's you know secondary thought or whatever like what's that fucking what's the uh parallel thinking or whatever. It's like, no fuck off. There's not a chance.
1: Yeah. Also, I don't think most people would want to say what I say on stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk about autism and shit. That's like the best. That's like the least offensive stuff. Really? Yeah. I have a, I've been doing my favorite joke right now is this one about how this, um, this cop got arrested for fucking it's canine unit. <laughs> That's a true story.
0: Wait, oh, dude.
1: I think you heard it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the joke, but it fucking killed me. I was joking, bro. Like, it's fucking... But, fuck. Do you mind saying it on the podcast?
1: I was was basically justifying that... I was. was, The joke is that the dog was a canine unit. Oh, yeah. Okay, I I remember it now. Its purpose is to take down humans that are criminals. So I think that dog consented. And then I'm like, all right, hang on. It's not a rape joke. It's just a bestiality joke. It's like a misdemeanor <laughs> yeah. at best. And then I was like, even if it is isn't consensual, the dog's still a cop and fuck the police. <laughs> like I was justifying raping a dog. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't think is justifiable, but it's a funny joke. I fucking yeah, like, no, that was dude, it took funny, me, dude. It took me like, I think almost two years to make that work. And I don't really know what changed about it. Maybe it was the Austin audience. Maybe. A lot of my material is like dude, I feel like my shit is funny and the audience is just bad. And I think that's a not a great way of thinking. No. But I feel like a lot of my laughs are just lucky and the the better, the more I do comedy, the luckier I get.
0: What do you mean? You don't think that you're getting better at developing like the timing and manipulating the crowd? Uh I mean, I have to be. I don't feel it like I am, though. Like, you're literally just standing on stage. At, like, when you told that joke, everybody was dying. And you were just like, wow, can't please believe these suckers think that's funny. You just stand up there and think that?
1: No, that's – I think the opposite. I think I can't believe these suckers don't think that's funny. And then I, I tried out um, – I just wanted to test the waters, which you really shouldn't do on a show. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I dude, I treated that set like an open mic. But it worked.
0: No, yeah. I couldn't tell.
1: But And then I have, like, some other – like stupid puns. Like I started going to a fake gym called counterfeit and that used to always kill. And I would always get mad when it did well and it did well every time. And then I put that joke in that set and then people didn't really laugh. And I was like, fuck yes. I'm glad you guys don't like that joke. Cause I don't either. Yeah.
0: Dude. It's funny. Cause uh, you weren't, I don't think you were there, but the other day uh, I was at the, at Vulcan uh, and Dylan Sullivan went up and just like, ate shit on purpose for like 15 minutes. It was just like literally like what the fuck's going on? He was just like walking around the stage just, just throwing out random words. He would literally like go into one of his like, you know that bagel joke that he does? He would like, he started it and he's was like, eh, fuck that joke and just like would walk around somewhere. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And then I talked to him about it on the podcast and he said that like, like sometimes like, he'll just bomb on purpose because sometimes he'll say something that's like funny and then he'll turn it into a new joke or something. That's how he like writes. I'm like, it's kind of,
1: I would love to get to the point where I could do that. Just bomb up. Yeah. I was like, I don't don't get enough stage time to do that.
0: The bro dude walked like 20 people just to like maybe get one joke out of it, dude. (laughs) It's
1: like, fuck. That's amazing. Yeah. He was on our podcast the other day. That was layers. Dylan's fucking funny.
0: Yeah, dude. So funny. I was just like, fuck.
1: I dude, I haven't bombed in like a year. Really? Yeah.
0: Really? Like, by I bombing, think... you mean, like, eating, like, utter shit? Not, like, you know, like, like, to me, like, if, like, two of my jokes don't work, I'm like, I fucking suck. Like, out of the whole set, I could be doing 20, and two of them don't work, and I'd be like, I fucking bombed. Well, yeah, for sure. That happens every time. Right, that's what I mean. But to me, that's where I'm just like, oh, I fucking bombed. But I don't, I, mean, re- like... I can't remember the last time. It has to be, yeah, like, over, a, like, a good chunk ago, not including the pandemic, I guess. Uh, To where, like, you know, everything, the crowd just was like, get the fuck out of here.
1: I feel like you're just going from grinding in L.A. to coming to Austin where comedy is kind of new. I don't want to say new, just like there's less of a comedy scene here than L.A. So Mm -hmm. you don't have people expecting, like, you could be very hacky here and still do good. Yeah. But coming from L.A. where you can't be hacky. Mm -hmm. Well, at least at a. Open, I don't know. I, I did a lot of open mics in LA. And if you're hacky at an open mic in LA, everyone's gonna be like, that's fucking hacky.
0: Yeah. And you're gonna feel like shit. Dude, it was so funny. I was walking down the street and I heard the, uh, or no, it was uh over at one of the barbecue place, stubs or whatever. Uh, Jason Mraz or whatever, Mraz or whatever is gonna fucking like play there. And I yeah, was put just put another sleeping- v- vowel in your name, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, Mraz. <laughs> but he has uh, a stroke. He has that one song, the, the I'm the dude, I'm yours. Like, do you think that when that song came out, like other musicians were just like Pff, hack? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like comedians would. Dude, songwriting as a <laughs> whole is hacky. Yeah, kind of.
1: It's it's like if you write down the lyrics to any song, really, and read it as a as a poem, it's just
0: not good. Right, American
1: idiot, or something just like. <laughs> they just repeat the same thing over and over again. Doug Stanhope had a great bit about it. About musicians being hacky. About yeah, pretty much he he says uh sometimes I take two xanax and two laxatives and play chicken while I sleep like to see Was if he's a- gonna pass out if he if he can take his shit before he passes out oh. and then he repeats that three more times and then he's like my point is songwriters are fucking full of
0: shit or something like that <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty funny but like how do you think like musicians treat? Like credits like we do. Like, you know, oh, wow, Jason Mraz, your song got used in Surf's Up, you fucking bum. Or like, you know what I mean? Hack. I don't think so. I think uh, oh, that's only a comedy thing. To get like jealous and shit, it's so weird. Yeah. It's it, so weird. Because comedians
1: are the most fucked up artists, in my opinion. Because I, I was thinking about this too, because I do martial arts. And like people at the gym, if, um, if you whoop someone else's ass, they'll be impressed with you and they'll, oh, they'll be proud of you they'll be like that was a good one right when you literally just kick their ass yeah and if you win a fight that they're also in they lose their fight you win yours they will be like good job yeah whereas comedians if they see someone bomb they'll be like <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do better than that yeah it's like unnecessarily competitive because it's comprised of a lot of beta males that are just trying to make up for their insecurities yeah
0: it's pretty fucking funny though. You ever seen Which, like what's I, I the can worst say that about you, a lot of things, but what's the worst you've ever seen someone like eat shit? <sighs> to where like like you're sitting there and you're just like not you're just like I I don't know, man, a lot. Is I don't like, mean like open mics. I mean like on like a like a legit show. Nothing really sticks out. I, I'm sure I could think of something.
1: Bro, I uh I used to bomb like probably like sixty percent of the time. Really? On just shows like, uh, I'd say like forty percent of the times on shows, fuck sixty percent of the times at mics. I was just it took me a while to figure out the line. Well, oh, I'm still trying to figure out the line. Right, but I I just always wanted to be very crude and elitist. Mm-hmm. I thought the, I think the persona of just being like I'm better than everyone and punching down. I think that's really funny. <laughs> it pretty is, but a lot of people don't think that, and it doesn't looking like how i do as soon as i get on stage people are like fuck this guy he looks like a douche really and i, mean, I used yeah. to have to
0: Yeah.
1: I, I used to have to start out with like a few minutes of self-deprecating material which i always said i never wanted to do but yeah. but if cuz i don't like cuz i like the elitist humor <laughs> i don't like the self-deprecating i i was self-deprecating enough in my head before comedy that i wanted to go on comedy and do like the opposite of that
0: when was the first time you went up
1: uh i was 20 years old at the comedy store in la jolla and um, uh was the first time you ever went up yeah how'd it go it went really good i the whole set was about me being an alcoholic and i was (laughs) too young to drink and so i had to wait outside until it was my turn to get on stage right and i had wrote it in paragraph form and i had met and i was like reading it like out loud and then i would like Put it away like flashcards or something. Like I was trying to memorize a, a speech,
0: <laughs> and um, yeah, when it it went good. That place is interesting, bro. I was telling uh you know uh Andrew Andrew Tar, no, oh, he's out here now. But he he used I think he was past there. He worked there or something. And I was telling him about the time that like me and Dom were fucking uh down there because our we had our names in for potluck or whatever. And then I fucking. The guy, the guy that I had to follow, the guy's like, you know, on deck, Galen Nash, we're coming up stage right now, whatever the fucking guy's name was, the whitest dude ever goes up there, and I'm, you know, I'm standing, I just got out on my chair, I'm ready to go, about to walk over to the corner or whatever, and this guy goes, yeah, and th- this is at the end, this is at the end, it's like it's full in there with people. In the beginning, it's not, it's now full. This guy goes up there, whitest dude ever, and he's like, oh yeah, I just took like a DNA test, you know that like all of us are technically like 0.2 percent African American. That being said, what's up? And just drops the N word, hard R. <laughs> hard R, bro. Oh, and I just remember like my, my, <laughs> my fucking, and everybody just sat there, bro. And I turned around and looked at Dom. And like, I was just like, no. Like did that didn't happen, right? And he was just like, yeah. And I was like, no Holy way. Holy shit. I turned back did around. Did people laugh? No, it was dead silent in there. And I just remember the host being like, bro. And then the guy goes, he goes like this, what, come on, it's true. And then he just boom. Drops it again. And I was just like, and the host just ran up there and was like, all right. And that's, you know, like whatever. And then he didn't do like time or nothing. He literally was just like, ain't coming to the stage right now, Gaylin Nash. And like, did I wish Why <laughs> You followed that? <laughs> yeah, dude. And so I just had to go up there. And like, this is like in the beginning, dude. And so like, Did you talk about it? No. So that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, now I would have had the confidence to be, to say something. Uh, but back then I literally was just like, yeah, my name's Gaylin. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, you yeah, just the dude. hard cut. Yeah, and just let that,
1: like, that's something that comes with like the skill of doing comedy for like and, a like, longer, getting comfortable. yeah yeah like commenting on the room and like letting people know that you're it, like you're with them and, right like, yeah but you're all in the same room together and yeah. you know what's going on that's
0: that's like huge in comedy. I still had a really good set. It was you know a three minute set, but it was still really fun. I, but I, I'm I'm still not sure if it was because of my jokes or because they were just like, well, cool, anybody besides that guy? Let's go, anybody else? And it's just like, fuck, dude. I Back- still I still can't believe. That that guy did that. And it wasn't like, you know, at some like dump ass bar. I was at the fucking comedy store, bro. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, that's like I feel like he wasn't even like a comic or anything. Like, his buddy just dared him to do it. And he just went up there full confidence. N-word hard arc twice. Just why? I
1: mean, I guess if you're not a, a comic, what do you have to lose? I guess. But I, back to what I was saying about how I feel like I haven't gotten that much better and the audience has just gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say is, so I get... For the first several years in comedy, I would do three minutes, maybe five. So yeah, so that's like a very cramped amount of time to do. Mm -hmm. So I would, as soon as I would, like when I'd see the light, I would be like, oh, it's time to get off now. And like, I just feel very cramped up there. And now like I get like eight to 12 minutes, which is still not enough, but it's enough to where I can just go up there and I take it a lot slower. Like my first real show after I had been doing mics for a little bit. I was stepping on all of the laughs because I didn't realize that actual <laughs> audiences will laugh a bunch at those jokes. Yeah, and so I was, I was like, it took me years to stop rushing, and then now that I have the uh, opportunity to like have like triple that amount of time, yeah. I can I can let those laughs happen, Dude. and then I like to think of I, I've never actually done this, but if you go through, I think we were talking about this at one point. If you like go through your audio recordings and listen you should get at least like three laughs per minute
0: oh yeah i don't know i don't really i don't do like story type shit so it's just mine is just set up punch set up punch so like it just depends on how long the the whatever is but it's usually it's like bang 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 but i don't count that's for like dudes that are like you know telling stories with multiple punch lines in them you know what i mean so they, they have to like count the laughs per minute or whatever i don't i like the concept of it i just i don't do it because yeah i feel like i'm, I'm doing all right well, dude, at your gun shop show, uh, which is great. Thanks for having me on. It was fire. But uh, that the one, that AA joke about my mom, the the initial one, you got a 27-second laugh break. Like, yeah, that one was, I literally felt like, I don't know if like if you remember it, but I literally, yeah, just, most of your set was people laughing. I, yeah, it was, I, oh yeah, I did the percentage. It was like 20% of the total time I stood on stage was just listening to people laugh and it was like fucking crazy. Cause like, but that 27 second seconds. Laugh, <laughs> I like how you said you don't count the last, but you just calculated I did, the percentage. Because that one, that one, because, uh, uh, that one was like the l- longest laugh break I've ever gotten 27 seconds. And so I was like, well, what percentage of that? is was my entire set and then i was like well then i just started timing it like what percentage of the entire you know what i mean but it was fucking um yeah that one joke was seven percent the laugh break from that one joke was seven percent at the time that i was even on stage but like i don't know if you like saw me up there like i felt like a fucking asshole because i was just like like once it started hitting like yeah like, i
1: saw your whole set it was hilarious but
0: i was just like like during the laugh break i didn't know what to do i just like i was just standing there just like looking around like the fuck it's just like because it's just it was so long i was just like wow yeah, can you guys it, shut up i want to yeah, keep doing my material yeah dude but i mean it wasn't that it was more of just like it was so long that like you know 30 seconds is a long time and so for like and then when you're on stage and you know i had like a couple drinks it felt like way longer so i, I literally like felt awkward I was just like i don't know like what am i supposed to do with my hand right now you know what <laughs> I mean? like I like, just was That's like so like, i feel always yeah i was just like what the fuck like but there was that was so much fun but like I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was a good show. We're doing that every month. Yeah, when's this one? Oh you when's like, this episode dropping tomorrow Yeah, plug it.
1: Okay yeah, we're doing a uh, guns to- and giggles at Central Texas Gunworks at 8 p.m on uh, July 17th. In a gun store. Last time, everyone got a free box
0: of nine millimeter ammo. Yeah, dude, it was fucking sick. What the fuck? That was <laughs> sick. That was literally shout out my... to Gary Faust for sending yeah, that. Out. That was my fucking second day in Texas, and I literally was like, "Wow." Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I remember the first day you got here, and I was just so excited for you. I'm
1: like, "Dude, you're not gonna believe how <laughs> awesome shit's about to <laughs> yeah, get." Dude.
0: And I was right, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great out here. So funny, and the only thing that does get annoying—you probably get this too—is like the people, like how's Texas or like, but you know what I mean? Like the, all the DMS you get. And so now I just, I literally just copy and paste the same response every fucking time. Shows are cool. Girls are hot. Cheap. <laughs> it's just like.
1: <laughs> yeah, well I post about it a lot on my story. So that kind of gives the answers away. I use social media as a way to talk to people that I can't socialize with cause I'm not drinking. What do you mean? Like I'll just post a lot of shit. I'll post so much shit on my story that when I see people I'll like try to give them updates. Like, see my friends and stuff, and they'll be like, yeah, I saw that on your story. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm out of shit then. I have nothing new to tell you. You already know my entire life. And the podcast doesn't help because, like, everyone knows what I'm up to. Yeah. Even people that I don't know, which is weird. Yeah. Like, at my gym at 10th Planet, like, I can tell when people are talking to me. They approach me in a way where we're, like, good friends, and I'm just like, oh, you know way more about me than I know about you. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is pretty funny. Uh, I was at a party one time, and... Uh, this guy like answered a question for me. Like someone, I, I think we were talking about like eating pussy or something. And the guy was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ganon doesn't eat pussy. And I was like, what the fuck? And, like, <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, oh, I listened to the podcast. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like he was like my pussy secretary or something. I was just like, dude, what the hell? It felt kind of cool, but I was just like, I, I should probably like keep that, that part down. Cause like, I don't know if like some girl dude, I actually did actually do this one time, this, uh, this dinner girl I hooked up with, like she kept like hitting me up or whatever. And then, uh this was like years ago like when i first started the podcast and so like there was uh uh like 20 episodes deep or whatever uh and i just told her i was like oh yeah i talked about you on one of the episodes of the podcast but i don't remember what uh and this chick listened to like all 20 episodes of the podcast like hear it did she listen to episodes of the podcast like that were out before we even met and i was just like an idiot but like yeah just just to get place i was just like yeah i talked about you on the podcast but i don't remember which one so she listened to all of them dude i was just like didn't talk about her once. <laughs> Dude.
1: It's a huge red flag when girls are like, I listened to a bunch of your podcast episodes. Yeah. Like, you know. still want to talk to me? Yeah. Like, I was like,
0: Dude, I don't know what the fuck
1: I said. Because like, there's nothing hotter to me than a girl that doesn't want to be with me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you, you're smart. <laughs> but it's, it's weird. There's like a weird self-loathing aspect to when whenever people like – not like my friends and stuff, but Like people that I just meet that are a fan of my podcast. My first thought is like, oh, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, no way. That's that's great. <laughs> are you still doing Caspergers? Yeah, I actually just dropped a new... It's been three months, but I just dropped a new 13-minute a one. I just had a, a story that oh. this, this girl broke up with me, and I was bummed about it, so I... I didn't think to do this for like two weeks, but I was like, oh, wait, I should make this whole story into a joke. Like that's the whole point of comedy. Right. Is to this this girl uh, blocked me on everything because while I was with her, she invited me to this like party and uh, this guy comes out with a bunch of ketamine and like racks it out in front of me. And my first thought was I shouldn't do this around people. And then my second thought was this is like $200 worth of ketamine in front of me for free. So I did it and uh, I come back (laughs) and she's like, you have ketamine, you have drugs all over your face. And I was just like out of it. And then uh, I didn't even realize what had happened. And she like blocked me on everything and like ditched me there. What the fuck? And I didn't even get like a, I didn't really know what happened. And I was like, I I didn't get like a reason why. Like if she was just like, you're a drug addict and you're selfish and you're a piece of shit. I'd be like, yes, that's true. That makes sense thank you for your time it's it's been fun but i i was just like running through my head like is there shit i don't remember doing that like i, I like fucked up something or i don't know and uh so i was i'm trying not to do material no yeah it's fine, <laughs> it's fine dude <clears throat> but yeah so i was like i was like bummed about it for like a, a week or two and then the, Day of the show, I was I was on a show with like one of her friends, and I was like, "What if she's there?" And I was like, "I, I should like make a little joke about it or something." And I was like, "Wait, I should, I'm going to make my entire set about that whole story."
0: <laughs> oh fuck!
1: And and then I did, and it went good, and it was all brand new material that I had just written that day. That's fire! And um, yeah, I, I did that material on that sunset show you were at too. Oh, and I remember I was talking to Adam Hartle after and I was saying I like yeah, I fucked up some stuff and he was like, yeah, you know, sometimes the new shit doesn't work. And like you got to stick to the old stuff. And I was like, no, my new stuff was the stuff that was working. It was the old stuff that was not working. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm at a point now where I can just kind of talk about my life without even writing jokes because I feel like I'm just writing comedy, just living because my life is kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. But um, yeah. So. After I got off stage after doing that on that set for the first time, I was just like, oh, I'm over this now. Like, this was like a, a healing moment for me. Right. And I don't, I was like, why did it take me two weeks to realize that I need to turn pain into funny? I've been, that's the reason I started this shit.
0: You ever do so like did did the chick ever like see it? Or like, her friend know. saw it? No, you didn't follow uh, up on that?
1: I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I posted it on uh, YouTube and it got seven thumbs down. <laughs> so that could either be her friends or maybe it just wasn't a good set. <laughs> but I have never gotten that many thumbs down on anything I've ever posted. That's
0: so funny. I got I got a, the only video I've ever had that got taken down for like <clears throat> bullying or whatever. was oh, a, I had one of those. Yeah, hold on. Uh, you can tell right now after um, I fucking... This was like way in the beginning of like stand-up. And my friend had like found out that his girlfriend had cheated on him because he like like you know when they first started dating he like went and got like std they got std tested together both came back clean and then like he got std tested and he came back with two of them and he was just like so he found out that she was cheating on him or whatever and then when he like confronted her like she said that like oh i got raped or like whatever and he was just like this chick this chick is like crazy right and so like i talked about this uh, on stage and so i tell the story and i was like and, and like i recorded it and i was like and the punchline to this is that this chick is going to find out that she has two stds by watching me say it on youtube uh and so i posted that up uh on on instagram and uh like dude started doing like numbers all quick because immediately everybody knew who the fuck i was talking about and, and it, it was the funniest fucking thing and then she texted me and was like uh, it was like if you knew that I had like uh, STDs Like why don't you tell me And I was like I did tell you Like you know now You know what I mean Like was, <laughs> the whole point Like was, you, I also fucked with her On the, the fake number I texted her I was like you fucking fat bitch That's you know your go to Yeah dude, it is Because it's just so <laughs> You funny. said that to Mike I said it to me, Yeah yeah you know, I called him a fucking fat pig Yes, yeah. That's the fucking So funny dude hey, apparently that's my go to
1: On Tinder yeah, back in the day too That's why when it's you so said so funny it, as shit
0: it's just, it's not even funny to say it. It's just funnier to picture the person like, just like, like, bzz, bzz, and they fucking check. <laughs> just like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> but what I was going to say about the, the newest episode of Casperger's was just me doing that ketamine story in podcast format instead of stage. So now I have two videos of me saying the same thing. One of on comedy, one on stage and one on a podcast. Right. And I don't really like that. But
0: what do you mean? Oh, you've posted two videos of it.
1: Yeah, I have, I have the same story. One is me telling it on stage, and the other one is me doing it on the podcast, on the, on the last episode of Casperger's. That's fine. I don't know. I feel like people just watch it, and they're like, yeah, I've heard this before. <laughs> like, this girl uh, was at my the Wanderlust uh, giggle show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did that ketamine story. That joke is, I, that joke is only a couple weeks old and she was like yeah i heard that before you need some new material and i was like that is new material <laughs> yeah. but she doesn't understand comedy i'm like you don't right. understand. like you have to work on shit for like a year
0: yeah no, years was... i but, literally had something to say i forgot about it
1: but yeah that, that show i was looking around it was, it was literally like all my friends there so like it was the giggle, like the giggle the one yeah i don't like when my friends watch me do comedy cuz it's like you already think i'm funny you're already my friend Right. best case scenario you still think i'm funny worst case scenario you're like oh you're not that funny <laughs> Like it's,
0: but it's also when they high risk like, low reward when they've been to, like multiple shows or whatever, like, and they all have. Yeah, and it's just like he's like, I'm still gonna tell you know that a joke, and they're like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's just like whatever. Like you like knowing that they're only gonna hear like two new jokes because like at open mics I'll try new shit, and then but like at shows I go you know it takes a while before you take one and then insert it into you know the starting rotation, and it's just like oh fuck like you're you're literally only to hear one new joke, and maybe because you guys are here I might throw in and take a risk on like a fucking on one. And I did that at the improv, like right before I went out here and the joke fucking ate dick. And I was just like literally I was having a great set. And then that and I literally just like told the joke like just for my friends and it fucking ate shit in front of like three hundred people and I was just like sweet. Oh, it's like I should have been like I was like I literally was telling them afterwards, I was like, that was for you and they're like, Yeah that joke fucking sucked. And I was like, Yeah So <laughs> I get for trying for you guys, you know what I mean? For thirteen people out of the what percentage of, of my friends? Like thirteen people out of the fucking three hundred decided to do one new open mic joke for him in a fucking eight cock in front of fucking everybody dude like you guys couldn't have like thrown me a laugh to get it going or something you yeah know what i mean they like throw a bone don't just well, sit last there. time i do a joke for you fucks. yeah dude there's some there friends like, you are this guy blows it's just like oh, <laughs> they start heckling you yeah dude
1: you have your friends be like oh i'm coming to your show i'm gonna come heckle you and you're like please don't don't yeah, yeah don't please
0: don't <laughs> why would you say that
1: <laughs> yeah dude I'm usually if they said it to me, I'm like I will fight you after. I I 100 percent will fight you after.
0: (laughs) Fuck! Imagine did that be the funniest video ever? You're just like the improv, your friend heckles you, you just hop off the stage and start fighting the guy like in the crowd. (laughs) No, I would wait. I wouldn't want people to see that. that, That's why (laughs) funniest fuck. Yeah, like people just be sitting there. You get back on stage and I heard someone did that in L.A. I don't want to fought an audience
1: member. Yeah, or another comic like. Oh, I know what you're talking about. On stage in yeah, that LA. Yeah, was,
0: that was Mark. Mark Logan and uh, Tom. Tom Whalen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was so funny. But like, I guess it wasn't, like, actually as funny. Like, Tom tried to, like, paint himself as the good guy. But I guess he was saying, like, a bunch of, like, super racial shit that, like, wasn't funny. It was just, like, coming off as, like, hate speech. And also, like, there was no audience, bro. It was literally just, like, comics. And so it was just, like, Mark was, like, yo, like. Chill, because I know Mark, and so like I hit him up because I saw him in the video, and I was like, oh wow, that looks like Mark. And then he said I don't hitting-
1: know him. I know Tom though.
0: Yeah. So, but I know Tom's Mark. a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I was watching the video, and I just see like because I saw Tom's post, and I was like, oh wow, that's crazy. And I'm like watching, like wow, I can't believe he's beating up this heckler. And then I'm like, he posted the video. Yeah, Tom did, and I just I literally saw, it and I was like, it. and I was like, oh, dude, still up? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and I was like, I literally just saw Mark, and I was like, that looks like my buddy Mark and he starts getting pieced up. And I was like, that's my buddy Mark. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Is it, was, it on his Instagram? Uh, it might be, it was on his Facebook for sure. That's where I saw it. Uh, but like everybody's commenting on it. Like what a, you know, what a psycho, blah, blah. And then like more shit started coming out and people were like, okay, well it was kind of like a mutual thing now. Like it was just like, but yeah, it was so funny, bro. Yeah. He just like dropped the mic and then started fucking going at it. Like, it was just like, what the fuck that was, or the, what was the one with, uh. Big J Okerson, where like the guy fucking like dragged him off the stage.
1: Oh, Did you see that? I forgot what happened.
0: It was some like outdoor show. I don't remember like what happened, but someone I someone got thrown off
1: the stage.
0: That was Big J. He was like sitting on the stool. The guy grabbed his leg and just fucking yanked him off the stool. And then like didn't Luis J Gomez do something? Jump, yeah, he like jumped on. It. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. The video was so I a, short. I want to
1: spar Luis Jay Gomez. <laughs> I've seen he's been training lately. Really.
0: We, I we should love we him. should fight. <laughs> <laughs> how quick? How long do you think I would last with you in like the octagon, like no rules? Would you uh, go like, easy for a little bit, or would it just be like a straight? You would just go for that one hit and it KO, like your fucking Raquaza or something.
1: Well, if there's no rules, why would I go easy? Because it's me.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm an ant. Like, what are you talking about?
1: Well, is my goal to finish it as fast as possible? I would assume so. Yeah, it wouldn't last long. <laughs> yeah.
0: What would you do if, like, you went for something, missed? You're and, like, 100 pounds less than me. And I accidentally just landed, like, the luckiest, like, the sweet spot hit of all time and knocked you out. And, like, you just woke up to everybody be like, dude, you're a bitch.
1: I would go on a shooting spree.
0: <laughs> if I knocked you out. Like, <laughs> so, Because like, you know that would be all over my Instagram, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would take
1: me a while to recover from that. <laughs>
0: You'd show up for a show. You're booked on. You're like, yeah, you're not on the show and anymore. And then you do better than me yeah. on a show <laughs> right after. <laughs> I'd probably kill you. What? I'd probably kill you. I'd literally be just like looking out. And be like, "There's a wall behind the stage, right?" <laughs> like, be like Dude. <laughs> that'd be so crazy.
1: I want to start like a comedy, like a like a sparring roast battle where people are like boxing each other while roasting each other.
0: I don't know how well that would work because everybody's, like, such different, like, body sizes. All the dudes I've ever roast battled are fucking huge.
1: Yeah, it, it wouldn't
0: work. Like Anthony Davis, like, the nicest guy ever, but, like, you know. Like, but he's big. You he would beat the shit out of me. Maybe. He, he's kind of he's got, like, fat arms, you know? Like, I feel like his swings wouldn't be, like, powerful. Maybe just, like, one punch, one roast joke. Or, you and know you, you could don't do? Don't try like, to knock each other out. The slap box thing. What's the, uh, what's that? Thing where you know you hold the table and the other guy slaps you. Oh yeah, that would be worse because you get to... punched. Well, if you're in
1: a ring with someone with boxing gloves on, you can dodge the punch. You can move around. Oh, you can move your feet. I thought you were you're saying supposed to. But hit. if you're holding the table, you're just literally holding your face there. <laughs> you're going to get slapped 100. percent You're not guaranteed to get punched
0: every punch. Oh, I see. What in you're fact, saying. most of them miss. Have you seen? Those videos of the, the yeah, the Russian dudes, dude. Those fuck, that's crazy, dude. You see the one where it was like a this guy with weird eyes and like blonde, eye, blonde hair, and he was like my size going up against this fucking tank. and The guy fucking hit him so hard that he like lawn chaired over the table and like fell back, like <laughs> knocked the fuck out. No, sports every once in a while, like every month, Sports Center like repost the same video of it, and I'm like, ah, yeah. Oh man, violence is fun in a controlled setting.
1: In a padded room, with people that are not actually trying to kill you, that's that's a lot of fun.
0: I like watching. Like the, going on down the, downtown, there's always a street fight happening. It's always fun to watch. Yeah,
1: I'll just stop. It'll be like, like it's a deer. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Be in the shit of each other.
0: Dude, I had uh, after after um, it might have been the sunset room show. No, I, I literally – I was drunk. I have no idea what the fuck. But I was coming back from a show, and I fucking – like, just walked by this uh, pulled pork sandwich, like, t- food truck. And I was like, no fucking way. Like, I got this shit. I went to, like, my car that was parked behind, like, the creek in the cave, like, in that alley. Uh, And I, I had, like – I started recording on my Instagram me opening up the uh, the the container with the barbecue pulled pull, – whatever the fuck it was. And I'm like, oh. You know like it's the fucking awesome. It's like 2 in the morning and the right as I like started recording I just flip it open it's still in the video. I'm about to flip the camera boom This brawl breaks out like to my right like twinked. I saw that yeah, dude, but like you you saw the 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 Aftershock lame video dude So like the video is literally that I accidentally deleted because I was drunk it didn't even give me the option to be like Are you sure it literally just disappeared? I was like you fucking kidding me uh, it was literally it started with me opening up the box and and then I just, like, turned to the fight, and I ran over as fast as I could. I, I had my camera, like, in the fight. Dude, I felt like I was, like, James Cameron or something. It's like, <laughs> dude, the angles that we're getting were insane. And then at one yeah, point – Yeah, that would have been way better. At one point, one of the chick's weaves got ripped off her head and flew, like, right past the camera. And I was like, dude, this is fucking sick. And then I accidentally deleted the whole video. I literally was like, this Do is... it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so when I deleted it, like, then there was only, like, one t- – the like, the one – Two, the t- two people fighting, it was like at the end of the fight they were getting pulled off. I was like, fuck, dude. Because the video... Sorry to bother you guys, but I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> there was like six different pairs of people just fucking throwing haymakers and I had it all on film with a wee flying rep. Right I was like, dude, I'm going to win an award for this fucking video of this fight. And then it fucking accidentally deleted I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Did it's I...
1: interesting how many people don't know how to fight that fight.
0: Well, actually, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: the people that don't know how to fight are the ones that do fight. Cause I've never you... been in
0: a fight. I have no idea how to fucking fight.
1: But, like, the people that are, like, trained how to fight, they're
0: not getting in street fights. Do you see that video of that fucking UFC guy? Fold that, that guy? No. You didn't see this? They were, like, in a bar, and someone was, like, recording, and the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, the boxer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When just, he, like. Just boom, yeah. Well, I don't know why that guy would step up to him like that, but, like. He, he tried to, like, make him flinch. Like, I, I don't know what you call yeah. that. Just, like. Intimidation or something, but, like. Put his, like, head forward to be like, what? He stepped up on him. And
1: then the dude just fucking gives him like a, like a one like a uppercut right hook. <laughs> like just a quick little three piece, and then he just drops. And then he turns around and he's just
0: like, What the fuck was that? That's I think he probably went to jail for that. Th- dude, that's so like unresponsible, just knowing that it's just some drunk white guy and you're just gonna destroy him like that. Like, dude, you fight professionals. Like what the Yeah, fuck? like
1: if I was in that situation I- well, I wouldn't like have if you done were the, that. if, but you if were someone the drunk like guy? swung,
0: no. If I was the,
1: if a if a small drunk guy like tried to start shit with me, and I was gonna punch him, it would be like in the stomach, like it would right. knock the wind out of him so he couldn't breathe or like do anything. That's not gonna cause like hospitalization or surgery.
0: Yeah, but like, you, you ever hear a uh, A
1: three piece of the face by a huge boxer? A just...
0: professional, <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude. Uh, did you ever hear? Uh, Did Mike ever tell you about the time that he had to go pick up Dom from Triangle Square?
1: Uh, Was that how they became friends?
0: No, they already like were friends. And like it's the weirdest thing ever that Dom didn't call me. But like he literally was just like – he just out of nowhere called Mike. But the full story is fucking crazy. Dom was down there with like a Tinder girl. And it was like one of the – he says – he swears it was like one of the hottest chicks that he's ever like had a chance to fuck. And she just wanted to like go shoot pool or he wanted to go shoot pool or whatever and she was totally fine with that. And so instead, he was like, she was like, oh, why don't we go like this? And so he took her to Time Nightclub and he paid like, and it was like YG was like doing a set that night or whatever. And so he paid like 150 bucks each uh, to get them into the fucking thing. The drinks were expensive as fuck. When in reality, to fuck this chick, all he had to do was spend like $20 on pool and like some beers. Uh, And he just wanted to be like extra just because she was like that hot, I guess. Uh, and, (laughs) And, you know, Dom's Dom uh any fucking i guess some guy like some dude like my size or like maybe a little bit bigger than me like tried to like start shit with like dom and like like called like the chick like a bitch or like whatever just started talking shit and like Dom fucking like beat the shit out of the guy and the chick was like, Oh, you're crazy and like 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 just left. And so then oh, he was just yeah. like fucking Been he, was, he, just, he <laughs> just he blew it just he was just like he literally just had to be like, ah fuck, you know like what am I gonna do now? And so then he got like he got so drunk after that he was just like fucking I might as well just get wasted. He got so drunk that he couldn't remember like if he drove himself like there and he couldn't find his car in the parking lot and so he just called mike and mike lived in like la or whatever and yeah. so like uh mike was like where are you dude and he was like oh i'm dom was like i'm at triangle square and mike was like all right that's just shapes man i didn't know where you are <laughs> and, like, like, <laughs> and dom's like no just look it up you'll oh find it hilarious. and so then he had to go and like pick him up but like dude dom fucking messaged me saying
1: I love supporting my friends businesses. Send me a shirt and I'll rock it
0: <laughs> That's not supporting it supporting is buying the fucking shirt Dom you piece of shit <laughs> That's so funny because uh I when he saw like the, the the show or whatever or I think I posted you on my story being like sucks ass or like whatever You know like the, <laughs> the usual stuff uh, And he was like, yeah, man. Like I don't think that guy likes me I <laughs> <laughs> Shit's so funny, dude. Dude just wanted a free shirt.
1: He says a lot of dumb shit.
0: What? Like on Facebook? Yeah. Like, like all of
1: his statuses, I read them, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about?
0: I like Dom. I love that dude. Uh, but He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, But like I just see him like, uh, he'll just like get, dude, one time, he just gets on Facebook fights on purpose, like just like ruin people's days. And I'm like, dude, like you got to act like, You've already made it, you know. You don't see Mark Norman going around being like, you know, fucking fat bitch on like someone's Facebook post, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's and just like, me and you doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was this one time. Do you know Paige? Paige Wesley or Paige Wesley or uh, no. I think her Insta handle is like Rampage Wesley or something. Like, but she's like a roast battle, but she's big, dude. She's like three hundred fifty pounds. Like she's a big chick, uh, and she posted that on her Facebook. And this was like two years ago. Posted that she felt like intimidated by some guy that was like following her and like, like something about like getting raped. And Dom like commented on her post was like, Oh, police. Like there's no guy that's out here trying to rape you. Like, <laughs> it, like, and like, he like, there was like, I just saw it. And I was like, no way. And there was like 45 replies. And so all of, dude. And all the replies were he, like all of his comments were getting like zero likes and like all of the responses were getting like 30 plus like likes. And they were just, I'm like, usually
1: the one liking those. I like when he does that. Dude. I don't like when he's talking about how, like, Postmates workers should have more rights. Like, how about get a better
0: job? <laughs> 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 hey, fuck you. That's what I'm doing. Like, I also believe that we or, okay, Or like, move to Texas. Yeah. I don't know. I, I also don't read most of the stuff that he posts. I don't go on Facebook or nothing.
1: I, I haven't really been on Facebook in, in, like, six months. I keep telling him
0: to get a Twitter. I,
1: yeah. Just get a Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's cool. Cause it's, it's kind of like screaming in an empty room. Yeah. There's not much backlash. Doesn't matter. I mean, unless you're like famous, but yeah, Facebook, I just realized that every time I would go on Facebook, I would just scroll down and I would just get upset at everything that I saw like and what? annoyed. Just, I don't know, people talking too much about their lives or just having opinions that I didn't agree with. And I was just, I just realized that everything <laughs> on Facebook gave me negative emotions and I was just like, I'm going to stop using this now. Whereas like Instagram is – you can't really get that deep. And it's yeah, just more no. – mostly memes. I mostly on, am on Instagram for the memes. but <laughs> That's it,
0: what I'm on Twitter for. I, I use Twitter. I, I just – I don't tweet anything. I haven't tweeted in like eight years. And every once in a while, like I'll tweet something just to screenshot it and put it on like my Instagram story. But then I'll just take down the tweet because I'm like – because I had like comb through my Twitter and like delete like shit. And I was like, eh, this is probably borderline, you know, and just like delete it. I should it. do that. Yeah, you should, should delete my Twitter the, the whole thing. Yeah, dude. Just I don't remember remove I, all of my followers. <laughs> I don't remember any of the shit that I like tweeted, but it was like one, you know, talking about like like a gay joke. And I'm like, yeah, this is be go ahead and take the, this. You know, it's already probably bad now. But 10 years from now, it's going to be like the N word.
1: Yeah, I want to I want to scroll back to like 2019 and, and see what I was cooking up back then.
0: 2019. That's not even that long ago. You don't remember.
1: That's not what I meant when I was 19. Oh, oh, I was like,
0: it's like, it's like 2019. You don't remember that? It's like a year and a half ago.
1: I didn't stop drinking until like six months ago.
0: <laughs> you, um, uh, isn't it kind of crazy to like think about, uh, think about, oh shit, we've been going. Um, last thing then, uh, you're, isn't it crazy to think about like, uh, how like you could like legally now fuck a girl that was born after nine 11, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that because my little brother was born after 9/11, and he's Not like a that person. I wanna legally, but, yeah. fuck him, but <laughs> I was just thinking like he like hangs out with hot girls, and that's weird. Wait, how old is he? He's 20.
0: Dude, he was born after 9/11, huh?
1: Or maybe he was, or he he was born like a few months before 9/11 right but he was still an infant though.
0: He, he... yeah my little brother was born in 2005 and he drives a car and has a job i'm like what the <laughs> fuck dude 2005 like i remember 2005 diapers yeah <laughs> and it's also weird because like i just got back from that wedding and so it was to see like people there who had like kids and i remember you know like seeing pictures of like the baby or whatever and now the kids like eight and they're like what's up And i'm like what the fuck that shit's crazy
1: I remember when I was younger, I would always feel comfort in the fact that all these successful people were older than me. And then as, as I got older, I'm like, oh, shit, all these successful people are way younger than me. But I think, like, being young is so much more valuable. Like, like children are worth more than adults. What do you mean? Because they just have more to off. They have more potential.
0: Like they haven't blown it already.
1: Well, they just have more time on Earth.
0: Yeah, like, they don't. I mean, usually
1: you're not guaranteed, it, but you, like if everyone's gonna live to a hundred, in theory, a twelve year old can do a lot more than a forty year old, just by basic
0: math. I guess. So you think that a twelve year old's life is more valuable than a forty year old? Yeah. In what capacity? Because like once you know, like when you're twelve, you know you have the world. And you're like, oh, I don't want to die. But like by the time you get to forty, you're just like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? And I'm fucking. I'm about to turn twenty-five. And I already kind of like, I'm just like. You're not like a
1: day over 15.
0: Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's because I can't fucking. Like, this is it, bro. It's, like, beard wise. But no, like. Better than Mike. Yeah, well, he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, the follicles. That doesn't hinder your. Yeah, it does. It, like, it replaced. Like, like he's like. He like he's He actually
1: has a full beard. It's just under his chin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the follicles just get replaced with, like, fat cells or something. Like lipoids, liptoids, lipoids, lipids, lipids. Dude, I was asking Mike if he thought it was possible
1: to donate his, like, get liposuction and donate (sighs) his fat to be surgically implanted into the starving children in Africa. (laughs) I think it would work. Get
0: the fuck out of here.
1: You'd get to be skinny and you'd be saving lives. I think it's a genius
0: idea. How would you put the, where would you put the fat? Like, in their calves? (laughs) Like, where would you put the fat in the kids? You I feel can, like African children, if they have anything, it's nice calves. Just fucking stuff it into them like a belly. Probably the bear. belly. That would be the easiest. We we'll Just move their kidney out of the way and just throw Mike. them all off, fat asses. Mikey and she, yeah. I don't know. I think
1: the goal would just be to, like, prevent them from dying for longer because if you and Mike were on an island together, well, no, he would eat you. Uh, if yeah, if yeah. you and Mike were on two separate islands,
0: <laughs> he would live longer because he could – his fat would keep him alive longer. No, I would live longer because I would the the stuff that I would need to eat to stay alive is a lot less than he would.
1: No, you would have nothing. I can neither of you would have water. anything to eat. Oh,
0: oh, well then, yeah.
1: It would take him longer to starve than you.
0: Well, if anything, that's a good thing because being like I'm. All I ate today was like mac and cheese, and I'm hungry and it hurts. So I can't imagine being on like a fucking. Because you ever think about that? Like the kids in Africa, they like think about how starving they are and shit like that. And then, like, I'll go like a day without eating, and I'm like, I'm dying.
1: Yeah. This, I'm really hungry now all the yeah.
0: time. Really? Yeah. And I like, I feel bad because I could just, you know, go to Chipotle, and they just got to be like, well, I hope there's some wet dirt outside. I mean, if you believe that there's a balance of good and evil, then there's
1: also a balance of. <laughs> Suffering and having air conditioning.
0: Actually, I think you're a good person to bring this up with. Uh, last thing before we get out of here, um, I was thinking about this, and I actually brought it up with with Dylan too, and it just ended up being funny. But like, like realistically, like you think about like the kids in Africa and how they're like real people, you know? But like, I think about uh, like the Holocaust and how like you know you hear like 13 million people died in it, and like a super like whack ass way to die. But like those were like <laughs> those are like real people. Like you know, it'd be like six million. Jews 13 million overall oh. uh, like us getting like oh, yeah, the, I forgot to kill other people <laughs> yeah like the black people handicaps Uh, but it'd be like people like you and me getting just like rounded up and like having to wait in that line and getting gas and stuff you know like we would literally just be like this sucks dick you know like there'd be people there that would like like they're conscious people like you and me people don't think about that shit that would be like well this really blows ass or like you know what I mean like I don't know like what is your question I don't it's yes just, Galen being in the Holocaust would suck <laughs> I'm saying like like I don't know if there's a question really but it's just kind of like
1: I've thought about being in the Holocaust a lot.
0: No, I mean like 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 I like would the,
1: I'd be making jokes
0: that they're conscious people. Yeah, like
1: I think that's the, the I think that's the key to how humans have survived this long. I think comedy is what's kept humans going. Cuz when all of the thousands of years of human suffering and and people getting killed for nothing <laughs> and decapitated and hung in the town square like you think they were all just like somber and and, and stone faced? No, they were fucking cracking up. They were making jokes, <laughs> dude. Like, what are, what do humans do nowadays? We fucking crack jokes uh, when we can. We we I all guess. value a sense of humor. That's not a new
0: thing. That's ingrained in our DNA. I don't know. I was just kind of like thinking about like reality. <clears throat> just like like that really happened to like real people like you and me.
1: Yeah, it's happening now.
0: Yeah, but that's like. Muslims, <laughs> <laughs> like, Muslim, Asians,
1: and a lot of people that we didn't, I didn't realize about. that there
0: were Muslim Asians were bombing
1: Syria. I don't know. There's
0: by real people. I mean, people that speak English, <laughs> <You know laughs> They didn't speak English. <laughs> what? That was in Germany. They spoke German. See, but I didn't say that I cared about it. I'm just saying that like <laughs> it would suck ass to yeah. like be one of those people. I'm not saying that I wanted to be those people. I don't know. Well, I'm sure they spoke some English.
1: I mean, they were Jews. They were probably pretty
0: smart. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, just thinking about like, or like 9-11, like being on like one of the planes that got hijacked and just like watching like it go into the building and just be like, oh, well, this sucks.
1: You know what I mean? Like, dude, that. Like, what would you do? That plane didn't get hijacked.
0: I know. There's probably nobody even on the plane. I don't
1: know about that. I've actually never thought of that.
0: Well, no, the plane. No, there were, were there were people on the plane. There's people that. Oh, the phone calls. Have, I get no service sometimes in my own house. You're telling me that these people had service at 30,000 feet and they were just making calls back in 2001 before iPhones and Wi-Fi? No, but there's people
1: who have had family members die on the planes.
0: Mm, You talk to those people? No, but I have a belief that... I know people died for real. I'm just saying that, like, there's no way... I'm just saying if if I
1: was on that plane and someone was trying to hijack the plane that I was on, I would not let that happen. I don't care what weapons they're holding. Like point a gun at me okay i will take a bullet trying to make sure i don't die in a plane crash
0: yeah well it's also that's why i got on spirit like i like i flew spirit home because it was like the way cheaper but like the benefit of that was like all the people on the plane were like black and mexican and i was like this is the one plane that's not gonna get hijacked (laughs) because these people value their lives way too much than fucking because like just a bunch of white people just sitting there like on those planes just getting hijacked, they probably just let it happen, you know? Like the one plane, you know, like they fought back and it crashed in the field was probably Spirit Airlines. <laughs> you know, what
1: I mean? it's funny that uh do you remember when that Asian guy got dragged off that United <laughs> Airlines plane? Yes. And everyone was like, boycott United Airlines, like fuck United. And I was like, why is everyone hating on United all of a sudden? Did you already forgive them
0: for nine eleven? Yeah. <laughs> They beat up one guy this time. Fucking Rob Schneider had a really funny joke about that. Uh, He was talking about how, like, if if that was him, he'd be, like, like, the way that he got dragged out was, like, seemed fake. Like, he would have just, like, if that was him, he'd be fucking, you know, like, banging his head on, like, every fucking chair, like, punching himself in the face. Like, just, like, here's 100,000. Here's 100,000 just fucking... That was crazy, though, that, like, they just fucking beat that dude up and dragged him off the plane. Like, there wasn't, like, the plane had, like, 200 people. There wasn't one guy there that was like, yeah, I'll take the $500 or, like, whatever the fuck they were offering to, like, get off. Like, if that was me, I'd be like, sweet, I get 500 bucks and I don't have to go to the wedding. So <laughs> you know what I mean? They just, like, it's so funny that they just picked, like, the randomest dude and just, like, beat the fuck out of him just dragged him off the flight. And he was, like, a doctor or something. <laughs> yeah. I think he was like a surgeon. I do think he was like, oh, I have, a, I have to go to, like, the hospital and, like, patients and shit. But anyway, dude, this episode was fucking fire. I leave the, the final minute of the podcast to the guest to plug whatever, say whatever, spread any positive words of wisdom or whatever. This next minute is all you, my dude.
1: Uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, Octavius Thunder, uh, Giggle Boys Podcast, Cast Burgers. That's hard to spell. Um, GiggleBoys.com. That has the links to all the Giggle Boys shit. Uh, follow at golden cricket Inc on Instagram. That is a cricket protein company I'm working on and uh, follow your fucking dreams. Cause we're in a simulation and you can <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. You can, you really can yeah. just don't go to prison. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. This is fun. Thanks for doing it, bro.